What's going on, folks? Thanks for hitting that download button and checking out a brand new episode of Toys and Tech of the Trade, your one-stop shop for toys, tech, and talk with some assembly required. I'm your host, Rich, and if this is your first time checking out an episode, first, I'd like to welcome you and thank you for hitting that download button. Second, a bit about what we do here. Toys and Tech of the Trade is an interview series where we sit down with content creators, entrepreneurs, and just awesome folks that are on our radar and discuss the gadgets, the gear, and the tech that they use to create their content, run their business, and overall be just a little bit more productive. Now, when it comes to toys, it's a little bit more than just action figures, Funko Pops, things of that nature. We like to say toys in quotes around here because there's a lot of things that people are into that they consider their toys, whether it's collecting appliances, knives, assault weapons. You'd be surprised what people are into and what they consider their toys. And we like to break up the business talk with a little bit of lighthearted conversation and nothing brings people together like the toys that they love. With that said, we're going to get into this week's episode, which is a little bit different. Uh, With Father's Day around the corner, I know a lot of people really enjoy the gift guides that we put out. And considering that this show drops a few days before Father's Day, I figured I would share a couple of recommendations if you're on the fence on what to get your dad for Father's Day this year. Of course, with everything locked up, uh, a lot of people are doing their shopping online and looking at other alternatives versus running to the store and buying their dad the usual tie or um, you know cologne or any of those usual uh, Father's Day gifts. As me being a first-time dad, it's always interesting to see what people come up with and what people consider for Father's Day. Um, me knowing now a lot more dads that are into tech and games and comics and collectibles and so much more uh they have uh unconventional asks they definitely don't want another tie and they definitely don't want another bottle of cologne well some do but most don't so i'm going to give you guys a couple of different recommendations they're going to run the spectrum uh uh, based around what we cover here there's going to be some tech stuff there's going to be some toys and there's going to be a couple of other things in between. So that's what's on deck for this episode. But before we jump into that, I want to take a moment and thank everybody who's been downloading the episodes. I'm so glad that we're back to a consistent schedule. Um, We have a lot more exciting guests on deck from all sorts of different businesses and content creation ventures that some people are really going to resonate with and some people are going to find a lot of actionable information uh me personally now especially you know as i've as i've mentioned i'm between jobs well trying to find the new job uh it's amazing the stories and the ideas that i've i've learned well it's amazing the ideas that i've heard from so many creators and the stories that they've shared and the inspiration that has come from that for my own endeavors um one particular project i'm working on i'm not going to get into too much right now but I think that it's going to be awesome if it does come together, and I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, but, you know, I'll share that at a later date. Uh, definitely a lot more Rageworks stuff, as you see, uh, a lot more written content, a lot more podcast stuff. The network is growing. Uh, we're always looking for exciting hosts and talent to work with. So if you are uh, an aspiring podcaster and want to find a home for your show and want to just take away a little bit of the heavy lifting that goes into getting a podcast off the ground, uh, definitely reach out to me. I would love to hear what you have in mind. Maybe we can help. As always, try to pay it forward. Try to uh, create actionable stuff for other people that are looking to get 
into this sort of stuff. So any little bit that I can do, uh, I'm going to try and do as much as humanly possible, whether it's on LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram, etc. I have a presence for myself and for RageWorks on all of those platforms. So if you have any questions, by all means, feel free to reach out. All right. With that housekeeping out of the way, uh, we're definitely going to have another un- a new guest in two weeks. But for now, let's switch gears and jump into the Toys and Tech of the Trade Father's Day gift guide. All right, gift guide time. Let's jump right into it. My first recommendation is an easy one. It really is a no-brainer, and that is the new Apple AirPods 2. Now, obviously, there's uh, some sticker shock for Apple products, as is usually the case, but I got to tell you, uh, the Apple AirPods, when I got the initial first ones, I said to myself, ah, these are kind of stupid. They're not comfortable, etc." So I ended up only wearing them here and there sparingly. And once I figured out the correct way to wear them and everything else, I rarely took them off. I use them for answering phone calls, listening to podcasts, um, listening to music, of course. And they are usually hanging right from my keys with a special uh, AirPods case that I got that has a little keychain attachment. And they're always with me and they have great battery life and you can use them one headphone or both, whichever's easier. And the thing about it is I said, all right, how can they make it better? Well, they ended up making them better first by doing the uh, wireless charging, which they actually sell a separate case, which if you want to buy for someone that already has first generation AirPods, you can pick up a wireless case. It's going to run you between 60 and 70 bucks if you want to just add wireless charging capabilities to your existing AirPods. And that's a solid gift right there. But the Apple AirPods 2, in addition to having ear tips to ensure that they're comfortable, have noise cancellation, which is great. If you're working in a crowded environment or you just want to drown out music or ambient noise, they are great. But the thing about it is that the noise canceling isn't so severe that it makes you fully oblivious to what's going on, but it's definitely good to drown out uh, loud coworkers, if you're working back to work in an office environment, or if you're back in a gym and you want to hear your own music and don't want to hear the music from the gym that they put out, which most times isn't good, then the AirPods 2 are a solid recommendation. And I definitely want to lead with that because it's an easy gift. You can pick up the AirPods 2 at any retailer right now. You can order them from Amazon. You can buy them direct from Apple. Hell, you could buy them in Target if you're able to get to your local Target, Walmart, etc. I'll put links for a couple of different retailers in the show notes for this episode, but the Apple AirPods 2 are an awesome, awesome, awesome piece of tech. And again, don't get blown, don't get shocked by the sticker. The quality is solid. And I will add that even though it's an Apple device that works well with iPhones, etc., you can pair them with non-Apple devices too. I actually paired my AirPods with uh, a laptop I had here and was using them for Zoom calls and Skype, etc., and they worked great. You just got to follow the prompts and you can pair it to more than just your iOS device. So again, AirPods are 100% cosine from yours truly. Now, the next recommendation, it's weird because I felt really strange about this and we're doing a gift guide for our RageWorks site. And the thing about it is I said to myself, Eh, I don't know if this is a, a recommendation, but you know what? It's probably one of the best things I've got 
in quite some time. And honestly, it's going to sound silly, but it's an air fryer. Now, you're probably saying to yourself, ah, you know, why the hell would I want this, etc.? Man, listen, you can cut a lot of time on cooking with the air fryer. I said, ah, it's a, it's a, it's a hokey gadget that's just going to take up space. And we ended up getting a toaster oven that also doubled as an air fryer. And my wife is like, oh, we should have a toaster oven. Uh, being, being the father to a small toddler, there's obviously lots of finger food and stuff you want to make. And during the summer, you don't want to turn on an oven to heat up some tater tots. You just don't. But the, uh, the air fryer has been an awesome pickup. Um, like I said, it does really great packaged foods, tater tots, French fries, onion rings, etc. But you could do a lot of other awesome things. Uh, air fried sweet potatoes are clutch. Uh, fresh potato chips you could do. Uh, different uh, air fried vegetables are always nice in there. And depending on which one you choose, it has a bunch of extra functions as well. The one that we're using is by Oster and it does, you know, broiling, convection, air frying, all of those bells and whistles. The only other one that I say would be a great pickup is the one from Instapot, which is the Vortex air fryer, because that one has like a rotisserie basket and it has a rotisserie option. It also has an air frying basket because one of the things when you're air frying like French fries or stuff like that is you have to obviously flip the food over halfway through so you get even cooking with the Vortex one. It's a basket and you can actually dump like tater tots, French fries, and then the basket turns and it ensures that the food cooks evenly. I actually saw one demo. Uh, I saw a demo for one, and I'm going to be honest. I almost bought it, even though I have the uh, the toaster oven air fryer combo deal here in the house. I was like, man, this this Vortex one is awesome, and they're always running deals on it. I think it was like half price on Amazon this week uh, when we recorded this episode, and I think last week too. So we'll definitely put a link for that in the show notes. If you can score it for half price, definitely do. Also, Walmart does crazy deals on them. I remember when it first came out for uh, Walmart had it in black on Black Friday for like 75 bucks, which was insane, considering that it was, I think, almost a $200 device at the time. But yeah, the uh, the Instapot Vortex, great recommendation if uh, your dad likes to chef it up, if he's a, uh, a fan of wings or or just likes making snack foods for watching sports. Definitely recommend it. The, the barrier of entry is low and it is 100% idiot proof. For my fellow podcasting dads out there, there's a lot of easy recommendations I can give. Um, levelator or microphones or software. But I'm going to tell you, I'm going to recommend two things for, for podcasting dads. Number one, Hindenburg Journalist. It is what we use to edit our podcast here. And yes, it's very easy to recommend audacity or anything like that but hindenburg journalist has been clutch it is legitimately such an such an easy way to edit it has a lot of bells and whistles that you would be paying a premium for if you were using other software and like i said it's just simple to use it works really really well and i thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed um my experience with hindenburg journalist so much so that it changed my entire workflow when it came to editing my show, um, I cannot recommend it enough. The other thing I want to recommend is Alphonic. Now, a lot of times when you're recording podcasts, the audio levels are all over the place. Sometimes they jump around because you get excited. Or if you're doing interviews like we do, sometimes the person on the other end, if they're on Skype, have a louder call volume than you. 
Alphonic is an intelligent sound leveling app, and it has a bunch of other features too, but one of the best things that it does is that it levels out your audio and it gives you a finalized file in the podcast standard, which is minus, I believe it's minus 16 LUFs. Now, again, you can do plenty of other ways to do, there are plenty of other ways to do this, and you can do it in Audacity and in other in other programs, but Alphonic is great because you can either use the web-based version where I believe it's based on buying credits and you can do it on an as-needed basis, but you can just buy the software. I think it's $89.99 last time I checked, and you can edit as much as you want. I mean, with us having the network, we run a lot of shows through Alphonic. It levels everybody's audio. It makes everybody sound really nice. It removes a lot of little hums and subtle things, too, to give you that extra layer of of really crisp, clean audio, and I genuinely cannot recommend it enough. Now, obviously, if you don't want to spend the money, I would recommend Levelator, which is old and not updated, but it's still solid. But if you're giving as a gift, uh, Alphonic is definitely a solid, solid recommendation, and Hindenburg Journalist is as well. Again, this is for... Uh, if you got a dad who's podcasting, looking to get into podcasting, these two pieces of software are tremendous. Again, plenty of free options out there. I'm not knocking them, but these are very, very nice. And they just make editing and creating podcasts just a, a, a true joy because of how easy they are to use. Now, if you're like me and you're into comics or your dad is into comics and you want to find a way to for for your dad to protect their his books um the thing is it's it's very easy to just go into your local comic book store and buy comic boxes but i gotta tell you i switched uh maybe a year or two ago to these hard plastic boxes and they have been a game changer they are not only incredibly durable they look nice and they include dividers i believe they come with two to separate your books and they're, they're just great. You don't have to worry about the boxes degrading. If water's on the floor, you don't have to worry about the water messing up the boxes. I mean, I have tons of, of regular default white comic boxes. And once I switch to the hard plastic, they actually come in short box form and long box. They have been tremendous. They usually run you about between 10 and 20 bucks, depending on where you buy them from. But I can't tell you how, how great it was to just move the books to those boxes, they're easy to stack. You don't got to worry about the weight of of the books or anything like that, throwing off the corners of the box. Now, obviously, there's companies now that are doing great cardboard comic boxes with amazing artwork, which is a great way to customize your collection. But if you just want to maintain and protect your books, uh, the hard plastic boxes are solid. Like I said, they come in small small box format, long box, and they're actually doing boxes now if you have graded books which if you're into, it's a good way to just maintain and protect your graded books if you're not doing uh, like some people and hanging them on the wall, which is the other recommendation. If your dad is a collector of graded books and wants to display them in a really cool way, there are these really awesome comic book wall clips. They run you around 6 to $8 on Amazon. They're really cool. You put them right on the wall. It's almost like a, like a clamp. Think of like a, a, friction, a friction case for a cell phone. When you're a friction, um, like a vent mount, uh, cell phone, uh, arm, those like, think of it like that. You can just pretty much, uh, pull the separator and put your book in there. Now they say that you can put, you know, books that are in just bags and boards in these clamps. 
and it's the same, but I definitely don't recommend that. I feel that that pressure is going to eventually mess up the uh, the backboard or the book. But if you have a graded book and the uh, you know in the hard cases, they are a great great addition, and you can just put the graded books on the wall. It looks really nice for uh, you know if your dad has a man cave or a home office to put up some really cool graded books. I mean, uh, Jimbo Jimbo Slice from the Variant issue. He got me a couple of graded books, and once I saw those clamps, especially for the office here, I said, man, you know, I want to put up this, uh, I believe he had got me Darth Vader number one, which Marvel had put out, and I said, man, this is great, I can put this on the wall, it looks cool, I don't got to worry about just putting the uh, the graded books in, in a closet or inside a box, I can display them because some comic books just have phenomenal cover art, so definitely those two recommendations I got to put out there. Now, it wouldn't be a Father's Day gift guide without some sort of a standard father's day gift. Now, yeah, I can recommend tools especially as as a as a homeowner now that I'm older. There's always great stuff you can recommend, you know, screw guns, things like that. And um, you know, Weber kettle grills, uh, things things of that nature. It's easy. But a lot of people that I know especially during this whole COVID-19 quarantine situation have gotten into smoking. And smoking not cigarettes or cigars, but like smoking meats. And the thing about it is that when, you know, I watch a lot of Food Network, I see these guys, um, shout out to Roger Mooking on Man Fire Food. And I see these guys doing smoking and you got to get the special wood and all this stuff. And it's a it's a very labor intensive process. And the other thing, especially if if, you know, like me, I'm impatient. I don't want to sit there and wait for a for a roast or you know a pastrami to make over the course of 14 hours i just don't have it but i know a lot of people that are getting into it especially since with social distancing you can't go out to your friend's house to barbecue etc and the thing about it is a uh, buddy of mine picked one up picked up a smoker but he didn't buy a regular run-of-the-mill wood smoker he bought an electric one and i was like that's a thing and he's like yeah man it's crazy and he picked one up and I saw it, I saw it in, in practice. And I said, wow, this is, this is pretty nuts. And, um, you know, he sent me some photos of it on, on Facebook. I saw it, sent me some videos and it's pretty much, you get the wood that you want. You put it in there, you put some, you put some wood chips, you put some water and you put your cut of meat in there, you plug it in and you just walk away. And when you come back, you're, you know, you got smoked ribs or smoked sausages and it just, it just took a lot of the headaches out of it because obviously it's electric. You set the temperature and you just, you walk away and before you know it, you'll have some great, uh, smoked, smoked ribs, uh, smoked brisket, whatever. Now, obviously a lot of people are probably going to give me some, some, some guff, some, some crap about, ah, that's not the, that's not a purist way, blah, blah, blah. But it's funny because did a little research, looked around, and some people that are diehard, you know, wood smokers that just do it the old-fashioned way have said that the electric smokers do a damn good job, especially because there's that temperature control. You don't want to sit there and have to worry about babysitting it. And obviously, if if your dad is into, uh, you know, barbecuing, smoking meats, etc., maybe maybe they would want the old school style. But if you just are, have a dad that wants to make a smoked brisket, maybe do some smoked sausages for the summer or something like that. Um, definitely got, cannot, cannot turn away from an electric smoker. I was blown away when I saw it and I saw the quality of the food that came out of there. And I asked my buddy, cause he lives down in Atlanta. I said, listen, man, you know, like 
what's is there a difference in quality and he goes listen man my my buddy next door he has a regular smoker and you know we did a the old food exchange and you couldn't even tell the difference to the point where his neighbor said he's like damn i may pick up one of these for those times when i don't want to deal with all the all the prep work of 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 smoking a brisket or doing some smoked ribs so uh definitely want to throw an electric smoker out there there's a couple of good ones that are out there i believe master grill is one i think that's the one he has i'll just uh make sure to get the uh the name of it and put it in the show notes i i'm blown away i mean i got a grill last year for father's day it was my first father's day gift from my wife and my daughter and um using it a lot and even myself like i said who's super impatient i may actually consider picking up uh one of those smokers home depot lowe's most of these places do really big sales right around this time of year so you can pick one up like I said, I'm going to, I believe the, his is the master grill. I'll put that one and a secondary option. And, uh, if you're into that, you can pick that up also. So obviously talking about barbecue, everything else, uh, quick personal tidbit, uh, before all of this COVID stuff happened and we were quarantining, I was doing the, uh, keto diet and, um, I'm not going to get into this whole big thing about what it is. You could look it up, but it's basically, just uh, eliminating carbohydrates, eating a lot more fats, uh, you know, avocados, uh, eggs, butter, bacon. But obviously, it's not all unhealthy stuff. Definitely do your homework, but just using it as an example. But one thing I got to enjoy while on the keto diet was eating more steak. Uh, definitely eating more steak. I, I you know, I'm, I'm definitely a carnivore by nature. Eat a lot of stuff uh, in in copious amounts and. When I was in the gym heavy, I was eating just even more so just to get stronger. I had some milestones and goals I wanted to hit. So food was fuel. And um, on the keto diet, it definitely made me enjoy steaks more often <laughs> than I usually would. And the thing about it is a lot of people don't understand that, you know, when you buy steaks or certain meats, you know, the quality matters. Like you could go to your local supermarket, buy some meat and um you know, it's good. It does the job. But I remember I picked up like my first grass fed, grass finished steak and, you know, made it in the house, cast iron pan, you know, grass fed butter, mushrooms, all the trimmings. And it just it was a completely different taste than a regular run of the mill store steak. And with Father's Day around the corner, I'm sure there's there are dads out there like myself that appreciate a good steak uh, for Father's Day. So if you don't have a good butcher in your area or you just don't want to deal with that and take the guesswork out of it, you know, I'm going to recommend, you know, butcher box, which is great. Um, butcher box. You can go, you can pick up some gift boxes. They also have subscriptions where you can get different, uh, cuts of meat sent to your house. Uh, father's day. You got to get a tomahawk steak. If you get, if, if you got to do anything, get a tomahawk steak, you will not regret it. It's usually uh, like the ribeye, but it has the longer bone. Looks really nice from a presentation perspective. So definitely if you're a dad and you want to treat yourself, a um, tomahawk ribeye can't go wrong. Uh, Butcher Box, uh, we're not an affiliate with them at all, but it's just a great service if you want to just get some high quality stuff. And the thing is with COVID and a lot of the shutdowns going on, they actually had to start a waiting list for people to get on the service because obviously going to your local grocery store if you were like me here in new york uh there were there was sometimes days where there was no meat there and uh, i know some people that had butcher box that said like hey the subscription service was a was a 
was a godsend because they couldn't go to the store and pick up chopped meat or or pork chops not not just steaks but you know other meats as well because butcher box does all that other stuff too they just didn't have they they just weren't able to obtain some of that stuff so butcher box was a uh, a game changer but if you're looking to just get a gift set for your dad or your grandfather etc definitely got to recommend them and then um a uh a couple of different people i follow Mark Bell being one of them recommended uh, certified Piedmontese and um, looked them up, checked them out. And man, the quality of stuff that they got on deck, including uh, the fan favorite Tomahawk, Tomahawk ribeyes can't go wrong. I'll uh, include a link. <clears throat> excuse me. I'll include a link to certified Piedmontese as well. If you want to pick up some stuff from there, whether for your dad for Father's Day or even, you know, Fourth of July is right after. You can uh, get some stuff for your barbecues as well. Now, for all of my gamers out there and my gamer dads, it's easy to recommend consoles, stuff like that. But something that I ended up getting that was a game changer for me personally, especially because my workspace doubles as a space to stream games and kind of just sit around in late at night when I'm recording was a gaming chair. Now, it's very easy to go and recommend this $300, $400, $5, $500, $600 chairs. And yeah, that's that's great. But here's the thing. There are two schools of thought, and I'm going to make it brief. You can get yourself a really good office chair if you're going to be sitting at your desk doing a lot of work. Now, if you're going to be sitting at your desk and you're watching YouTube or playing games, office chairs, they may not recline as far back, et cetera, et cetera. So, if you're in that type of a situation like me, where you have a, a, a multifunction space where you're playing games and working and watching movies, etc., uh, you can use a gaming chair. A lot of them have really great reclining capabilities. They go really far back to the point where you could sleep in it. Some of them come with footrests. There's a, a huge amount of brands out there that are doing gaming chairs. And you could, like I said, you could spend from super cheap to hundreds upon hundreds of dollars. Now, I ended up coming across a brand that was offered by B&H called Spieltech. And I was like, eh, you know, it looked cool. They had some decent colors and the chair was a hundred bucks. It was a hundred bucks for, I believe it was for a weight limit up to 200 pounds. And then they had a one with a higher weight limit if you're a bigger guy. And that one would run you about $199, still fairly cheap. And I said, you know what? Let me pick one up. And if it sucks, you know, I'll return it. <laughs> Real simple. B&H had a good return policy, paid the hundred bucks, got the chair in, in a day or two. And man, it is, it was super comfortable. Came with a, a lumbar cushion and a, uh, a pillow, uh, you know, kind of like one of those pillow inserts that go at the top of the chair. If you've seen one gaming chair with one of those, you've seen them all. Again, it was a hundred bucks. I figured the chair was going to suck. But there were days when I'd sit in this chair eight, nine, ten hours. Uh, now that I'm home and writing and doing more, I'm in this chair for for probably at least ten hours. You know, getting up, of course, and walking around. But still, super comfortable. Reclines back. I have fallen asleep in the chair more times than I care to admit because of the generous reclining capabilities. And most importantly, it does not break the bank. $100 for the standard size, uh, $200 for the quote-unquote plus size. Can't go wrong. Uh, Spieltech gaming chair, 
I um, actually am working on a written review for the site just to because it was such a great chair. Nobody's heard of the brand, but it did the job for a for hundred bucks. You cannot go wrong. Now, switching gears on the tech side of things, you know, it's, it's easy to give tablets. Uh, you know, I can sit here and tell you, buy your dad an iPad, buy your dad a, um, you know, a, a Samsung tablet. But I got to tell you, sometimes less is more. The Amazon Fire tablets, they can run between 50 and 100 bucks, depending on the size. They are perfectly fine. If your dad just wants a tablet to watch some videos, maybe read some emails, surf the web, Fire tablets are A-OK. And if you have a an Amazon Prime subscription, even better. The Fire tablets, they're, they're on sale as usual. And I ended up picking one up just to have it as a uh, second tablet for in the bathroom, which I'm sure is going to get a lot of a lot of chuckles. But listen, I have a Comixology subscription to read comics. I buy a lot of digital books on Amazon. And one of the easiest places to get reading done sometimes is the bathroom. And on top of that, you can watch your shows. And if the tablet gets a little beat up, it's 50, 60 bucks. It isn't going to kill you. And obviously, if you do a little Google Foo, or look on YouTube, you're able to sideload other Android applications and do a bunch of other stuff. So Fire Tablet, great recommendation. You, If you got Prime, you can get it quick. You can watch your favorite movies, your favorite shows, read comics, read books, and it's not going to break the bank. Again, this is just for if you want to get your dad a tablet and you know that he's going to give no kind of a damn about any of Apple's bells and whistles, or you know, you don't want to deal with Android updates. Fire tablets are solid. Switching gears and going back to our to our comic book dads, I saw something that was really really cool. Uh, in terms of the quality, I'm not going to say that it's going to be great, but I think it's just a cool piece to have, and it is a Thor's hammer tool set. Basically, it looks like Mjolnir, and you open the hammer, the head of the of the hammer, and you pull out the handle. The handle of Mjolnir actually is the handle of a hammer, and it includes all the usual tools, you know, some wrenches, some sockets, etc. It's a cool little conversation piece. It's an awesome display piece, and I thought it would be a great gift if you're uh, if your dad is into comics and he happens to fix stuff around the house. I thought it was just like a cool gift, and I said, you know what? I'm going to put it in there. Like I said, I don't know the quality of the tools, but I thought that the concept was pretty awesome, especially when you close the toolbox and it looks like Mjolnir. Uh, it's just, it was just so cool that I could not help not recommend it. We got another Apple product and it is, and it's, it's one that man, I, as soon as it came out and I got it, I used it all the time. And outside of my AirPods and my iPhone, it is an Apple watch. Let me tell you. The Apple Watch at times has saved my butt, mostly because, you know, having my sisters who have little things that come up that people need to reach me, sometimes you just can't pull out your phone to read a text message. But you got an Apple Watch or a smartwatch in general, you can get your text messages on your wrist. Um, You can do, obviously, plenty of other things. The new watches, you can even use them and not even have them paired to your phone to enjoy music. But for me... My Apple Watch works for four things. Accountability in terms of tracking my steps, uh, making sure that my heart rate is good. The newer ones have uh, fall detection and the heart rate monitors have gotten even better. 
There's been plenty of cases which you can look up on Google of people whose Apple watches have detected heart problems or impending heart attacks, etc. Obviously, it's not a medical device, but it's a cool thing to just, you know, if, if you're if you're worried about your dad, definitely a cool gift to get. Like I said, reading text messages comes in handy. There's plenty of other apps you can load on there. Stopwatch, uh, the walkie talkie feature, which they had uh, they had taken off is was back as of the last update. And it's great. Uh, you can just use the walkie talkie feature, press that. And it's um, think of it like the old Nextel chirps. It uh, buzzes the other person you're trying to reach and they can walkie talkie in. So if you have uh, uh, aspirations of being Dick Tracy or your dad is a Dick Tracy fan, it's a cool little feature. Um, but the Apple watch is awesome. Works well. Battery life is solid. And it it's just, like I said, indispensable. I can read my messages sometimes in a jam. If I can't find my phone, I can answer the, I can answer the phone through the watch. It, it call quality is not great. Like the speaker could be a little louder, but it does the job from a fitness tracking standpoint. It's great heart rate. Um, you know, there's workout programs you can put in there, different, uh, add ons you can do. You can use it to track, uh, rest breaks between sets. If you're working out the waterproof ones, obviously you can use if you're swimming, and you're an active swimmer, or if you're out on the water, whether you're fishing or anything else, it's great for that. But um, I recommend the Apple Watch wholeheartedly. And the thing is, I'm sure somebody's going to say, man, you're recommending a lot of Apple stuff, man. You're an Apple fanboy. Let me tell you, the machine that I use for all my editing, everything is Windows. I built it. It has a Ryzen CPU. And um, yes, I've, I've wanted and thought about getting a MacBook for just productivity and learning more of the Mac OS, but everything here is Windows. I just feel that the Apple ecosystem for for this stuff it just works. Um, a buddy of mine said it's a uh, it's a smart dumb phone, meaning that does a lot of cool stuff, and it's just easy for people to just pick up and use it. And the thing about it is, that to to a point, it's it's true. Smart dumb phone is a great analogy. And the funny thing was, Jimbo also mentioned that to me as well. He was actually the second person that said, you know, it's a smart it's a smartphone for for people that just don't want to deal with all of the other bells and whistles. It just does the job. And, you know, the Apple Watch, yeah, it tells time. It does all that, but it just works. So definitely a recommendation. And I got to say, you don't have to buy the newest one. Apple Watch Series 3 is fairly cheap. I'll put links for that, Series 4 and Series 5. And I believe Apple also has a trade-in program. So if your dad has one of the older Apple Watches, you could trade it in towards a new one and get your dad a nice fresh brand new apple watch for father's day so uh definitely there uh that definitely a solid uh solid recommendation now this last recommendation is is if your dad is a huge gamer and i mean huge i don't mean just casually plays call of duty but i mean like old school plunking down quarters in arcades if you remember your dad taking you to an arcade then i gotta tell you the arcade one-up machines are phenomenal we got to see them at toy fair earlier this year and i've seen some uh they're usually on sale at walmart and they did one for a teenage mutant ninja turtles where you can have all four players there's an nba jam machine there is actually if you're a fighting game fan there's a street fighter one there's one that has uh x-men versus street fighter that just dropped so many great games i also believe that they're going to do an arcade uh hunting game so if your dad's into shooting games at the arcade, they're going to be doing one of those. They run between 250 and 350. I believe the highest I've seen is like four and change. But 
Arcade One Up does a great job. You can pick up the machine, you bring it home, you build it, and boom, your 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 dad has a uh, an arcade machine in his man cave. And like I said, it's just it's such a cool thing, uh, especially if you're a fan of the arcade machines growing up, or if you or your dad had aspirations of you know getting an arcade machine for the house. Uh, this is a, a great pickup. Like I said, I got to check out the NBA Jam one at Toy Fair, and I said to myself, if I had more space in my office. I would have bought it because I remember playing NBA Jam. And if you are familiar with the game, when you played NBA Jam, it was one quarter for a quarter. So obviously basketball games have four quarters. So essentially a full game of basketball would cost you a dollar. But still, sometimes if you bothered your mom or your dad for one quarter and you enjoyed basketball, NBA Jam was an easy play. But like I said, there's there's other games out there for whatever genre your dad may be into, whether it's arcade classics like burger time or um sports games like nba jam or different fighting games there is definitely plenty of different games to choose from so definitely uh co-sign for arcade one up and my last recommendation is uh it's one that you probably would think is more for kids but if you're if your dad is into star wars marvel etc you can't go wrong with a disney plus subscription You can buy prepaid cards for it at your local retailers. You can buy the subscription yourself. And obviously, if if you already have it, you can always add your dad to your subscription. But if you don't want to do that, you can buy your dad a prepaid Disney Plus subscription. It's, uh, I believe, $79.99. And if they're Star Wars fans, there's good stuff on there. I'm actually watching the Clone Wars with my daughter, uh, getting her into Star Wars at a young age. Uh, which is pretty cool just because I'd watched episodes here and there, but every day right before her nap, we'll sit down and watch a couple of episodes of Clone Wars. They're very short. Uh, Mandalorian, of course, all the Marvel stuff, the list goes on. I believe they're going to be adding Dinosaurs, which was uh, an old an old school show uh, with a dinosaur family that was just ridiculous. I'm hearing that it's going to be on Disney Plus sooner rather than later, but you know, all the Star Wars stuff is solid. Mandalorian was phenomenal. Can't wait for season two this fall. And um, when I heard about the, the addition of Ahsoka Tano, who's a character that was introduced in Clone Wars, who's going to be appearing in The Mandalorian, I thought that was pretty awesome. So that actually was what got me to uh, start watching Clone Wars in its entirety, just so I can get familiar with the character in advance of the character's appearance on The Mandalorian TV show. So I think uh, that's a decent amount of recommendations uh, for you guys to choose from, uh, whether your dad's a comic fan, a techie, a podcaster, or any mix of any of those genres. Uh, There's definitely something there for them. Uh, Definitely let me know what you ended up picking up off of this list of recommendations for your dad. If, If you got one thing, if you got a few things, let me know. And if you didn't get anything on this list, let me know what you what you got your dad for Father's Day. I'm curious. Um, I definitely in in two weeks when we do another episode, I'll let you guys know what uh, my wife and daughter got me for Father's Day. Um, I've been kind of eyeballing and dropping hints that I want a husky toolbox. Uh, well, not a toolbox, but a tool chest for my garage because I have like five toolboxes here in the studio full of drills and different things, and it's just it's just a pain a pain in the butt to deal with. So kind of, kind of been dropping hints for a uh, Husky tool chest. And, um, that may be, that may be what's heading my way or it doesn't get any more dad than this, a, uh, multi charger for my Ryobi tools. 
which, um, you know, if you use a cordless drill, et cetera, you kind of want the same ecosystem. Some people are Milwaukee. Some people are DeWalt. I just use regular Ryobi stuff. I'm not out here building houses or sheds or whatever. And the Ryobi tools don't break the bank. So I don't want to switch one full battery out for another. So they make like a charger that charges like six batteries or some nonsense. So it's either that or the toolbox. That's kind of what I want for Father's Day. Uh, mostly because my birthday is shortly after uh, turning the big 40 this year, which uh, is a conversation for uh, for another episode. But yeah. Anyway, I think um, that's going to wrap up our toys and tech of the trade gift guide. As I said, let me know what you pick up for your dad, your granddad, uh, the father figure in your life. I'd, I'd love to hear what you guys ended up picking up, whether it's off this list or not. All right. Call to action to close things out. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment and give us a rating on iTunes. We would really, really appreciate it. Helps us get more traction. Social proof never hurts. Take a moment, give us a rating, one to five stars. And if you want to write a little blurb, we would really appreciate it. Like I said, you can do it on iTunes or any of the podcast providers of your choice. If you're checking us out on Spotify and you can leave a review or Stitcher or any of those platforms, we would really, really appreciate it. As always, if you'd like to be a guest on a future episode of Toys and Tech of the Trade, if you have an awesome story or have something that'll bring value to our audience, Feel free to fill out the contact form on the website, RageWorksNetwork.com, or email me, Rich, at RageWorks.net. Last but not least, if you're on social, you can find us on all of the usual social platforms. I'm not going to run down the entire gamut, but you know the deal. Punch in RageWorks. You can find us, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. You know, you guys know the deal. I'm not going to beat a dead horse, but look for us on any of those platforms. All right. That's going to wrap things up. I will see you guys in two weeks. As always, thank you for your continued support. And make sure to check out all of the other shows on the RageWorks Podcast Network, RageWorksNetwork.com. See you guys in two weeks. Peace.
Toys and Tech of the Trade is part of the Rageworks Podcast Network, your source for rants about gaming, entertainment, and the works. Visit us at RageworksNetwork.com.